0: Hello and welcome to this message from the river. We hope that this message from Pastor Billy Pate inspires and challenges you towards a greater relationship with Jesus Christ. Now let's join Pastor Billy Pate for another exciting message. If you have your Bibles, go ahead and turn with me this morning to Daniel... Daniel chapter 6, that's where we're going to be today. And I'm going to read uh, quite a bit of scripture this morning, most, all of it from Daniel chapter 6, or for most of it from Daniel chapter 6. And so stay there with me. We are continuing our series called Had He Not. And uh, what we have kind of been talking about, uh, started last week talking about, that God has been speaking loudly, God has been speaking clearly, in this season in the church, the season that we're in, and what a season that it is for us as a church as God is moving, God is just creating opportunities, and God is doing some incredible things. God is speaking, and He is speaking to me, He is speaking to you. And let me tell you, you turn to your neighbor and tell him God has something to say to you. Because God does have something to say to you. God is speaking in this house, and so we want to listen and we want to give Him Our ear Through this series we're addressing some of those things that he has been speaking to us and I want to remind you of them that we have to learn to embrace the process to experience his promise. That there's a process here that God is working out in our lives and so the word of the Lord is trust the process. That he has promised to get us through, not necessarily get us out. That he may be taking us through some things, not necessarily getting us out of some things that His timing is always perfect, and He's working all things out to your good. Amen. Oh man, that's a good promise right there, that God is going to work all things out to my good. It may look like a mess today, but when God's finished with it, it's going to work out. It's going to make sense. It's all going to come together. And throughout these stories and passages that I'm going to be sharing through this series, we see these themes reoccurring over and over and over again. And so I want to encourage you, let it build your faith. Let it strengthen your walk. Let it build confidence and encouragement for you as we take this journey together. I always try to find a scripture along uh, the way that captures the essence of the series. And I feel like James 1.4 is that scripture for us in this season. And this is what it says. It says, Let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing there's a process involved here God is working things out but he's working things out for our good he's trying to bring us into maturity he's bringing us into completeness he's fulfilling the promises that he's made to us and the promise that we have for our lives God is bringing those things to pass last week we talked about how that we're never alone you're never alone now you're never alone because God's with you but you're never alone because you have other people with you You know, a lot of times we feel like we're the only one fighting a battle. We're the only one going through something. We're the only one living right. We're the only one doing what we're supposed to be doing. But there's always been people along the way throughout history that have also been going through some of the things we're going through, dealing with the same things, facing the same battles, doing what's right even though nobody around them seemed to be doing what's right. You're never alone. We talked about how we're not going to bow to the pressure of the process. We're not giving in. We're not giving up. We're not giving out. We're going through to the other side. We talked about how God's process is perfect. That God's process is perfect. It may not be my process. It may not be what I want to happen. But we trust that His process is perfect. And that He is with us every step of the way. Through the fire of life, God is with us. Amen. Today I want to share with you from the story of Daniel. Daniel in lion's den and preach shutting down lions would you help me pray this morning father there's an anointing in this room this morning god to break yokes to break bondages lord to set captives free lord there's a there's an anointing in this room today lord that is going to change hearts and lives and lord as we come together seeking you we pray that lord you would illuminate to us the very concepts and ideas that you have put into your word that help us to walk lives that are pleasing that are honorable and that lord accomplish your purpose we thank you for what your going to do in this place today in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Daniel chapter 6 verse 1. It says it pleased Darius to set over the kingdom 120 satraps to be over the whole kingdom and these three governors of whom Daniel was one that the satraps might give account to them so that the king would suffer no loss. Then this Daniel distinguished "...himself above the governors and the cetrips because an excellent spirit was in him. And the king gave thought to setting him over the entire realm. So the governors and cetrips sought to find some charges against Daniel concerning the kingdom. But they could not find a charge or fault because he was faithful, nor was there any error or fault found in him." Remember last week I shared with you that the pressure is proof of the promise. Listen, here's the next thing I want you to understand also is that the attack on you is proof of your anointing. The attack on your life is proof of your anointing. You have an anointing. You have something that God created you for. Something God gifted you for. Something God designed you before you were ever born. God was putting the pieces together in your life to make you a powerful force for the present time in which you are now living. God had a design for you and in that design there is an anointing to break every bondage, every barrier, to overcome every obstacle, to defeat every enemy, to overcome every difficulty that you may face in your life. God has equipped you with an anointing Anointing. And any time you find yourself facing an attack of the enemy, that is proof that God has an anointing on your life and the enemy recognizes that it's about to come to the surface and about to be released in a situation that you're facing. The anointing is the gifting and calling on your life. And contained within that anointing is the means by which God will bring me through whatever I am facing and get me to whatever He has prepared for me. The Bible tells us that it is because of the anointing that the yoke is broken off of our necks. It is the anointing that breaks bondage. It is the anointing that opens doors for you. It is the anointing that takes what gifts and abilities that you have and takes them to a whole other level. It's the anointing that is attractive. It is the anointing that draws people to us. It is the anointing where we find our authority, In Jesus Christ, listen, that anointing is what's going to get you through what you're facing. It's going to get you to what God has prepared for you. He has equipped you for this moment in your life. I said He has equipped you for this moment in your life. You may be facing something that's bigger than you. Listen to me this morning. God gave you an anointing a long time ago for this specific moment. And He knows that you have inside of you what it takes to get you through what you're facing. Here's something I think that we all need to understand about our Christian journey is that the Spirit of God working inside of you and being released from you, it's like a thermal signature for the attack of the enemy. He senses the heat of the Holy Spirit in your life and He will do anything within His power to extinguish that. When the Holy Spirit starts moving in you, the enemy starts moving against you. The fire causes him fear. You get anointed, you get empowered, you get fired up, and you can bet the enemy is going to do what he can to stop the advancement of God in your life. And that is why doing what is right, doing what you're supposed to be doing, often results in unmerited and unwarranted attacks on your life. It's because the anointing brings awareness to the enemy and he is scared to death of that. In our story, Daniel, Daniel is doing doing everything right. He's not only doing it right, he's doing it better than right. He's doing it excellent. So much that the king, it tells us that the king said, I think I might want to put this guy in charge of the whole deal. Because he's that good. He's that gifted. He's that qualified. He's that anointed. Daniel's doing everything right. He's starting to get some heat from the people around him who have no reason to be angry with him. I want you to think about this. You do what is right. You start discovering who you are in Christ. And I can bet you that you will also get some heat from people who have no reason to be upset with you whatsoever. Anybody ever had someone target you for no reason whatsoever? I'm not in my own business. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm getting up every day and being faithful. Why are you angry at me? Why are you mad at me? Why are you upset at me? Why are you coming after me? Daniel is doing what Daniel's supposed to be doing every single day. He's faithful. The Bible tells us without error. I mean, he's got it nailed down. And what happens is all of these other people start getting upset because Daniel's doing everything right. They sense his anointing, and the enemy starts stirring up the people against him, and they don't like him. For no good reason. There's going to be times in your life when you're doing what you're supposed to be doing that people won't like you for any good reason. They won't regard you out of pettiness. They will nitpick everything you do. They'll criticize and ostracize you for no reason at all. They won't listen to you because they are threatened by the anointing they see being released in your life. And so here's our response to that. Release it anyway. Be great anyway. Be anointed and gifted and undaunted by them anyway. We don't let somebody else's issues and insecurities stop us from being who God has called us to be. Nobody puts baby in the corner, right? Wise words from Patrick Swayze. We don't let people silence us. With the overwhelming cry of their own insecurities. Because their insecurities are their problem, not your problem. Amen. Amen. God has called you. Don't let them quiet you. God has qualified you. Don't let them cause quit to rise up inside of you. Because it is discouraging. It can be very disenfranchising. It can be very disorienting at times. It can be very frustrating when people come at you for no reason at all. I'm just trying to do my job. I'm just trying to do what's right. I'm just trying to love God and love people. And I've got all these people stirred up about it. Because here's what the enemy wants to do. He wants to use them. They're not your enemy. Note that. They're not your enemy. But God wants to use them to drive you into hiding. But we are not going into hiding. We are standing in the open. God didn't give me a light to hide that light. He gave me a light to shine that light. And I'm going to make sure that I don't let anybody beat me down or push me back or push me into the shadows of life. I'm going to stand and shine bright for Him. Amen. Amen. The attack on you is proof of your anointing. Daniel 6 4 says they sought to find some charge against Daniel. They're looking for something. They're nitpicking and trying to find something concerning the kingdom. But they could find no charge or fault because he was faithful, nor was there any error or fault found in him. Daniel's killing it. And they are seeking to take him out. Listen to me, church. Here's what I've come to find out in life. That oftentimes people would rather kill the greatness in you than find the greatness in themselves. They'd rather kill the greatness in you than find the greatness in themselves. They would rather destroy and stifle any promise in your life than do the work of self-discovery needed to find it in themselves. When you start to shine, lines circle every time. But let me encourage you this morning, stay faithful. Stay faithful, stay fault free, stay clear of error because you serve a God who is good at shutting down lines and He'll shut down the lines in your life when the time is right. They may be roaring now, they may be circling now, but they will not be able to touch you. God is going to shut them down. Remember that His timing is perfect. His process is perfect. So let patience have its perfect work. Verse 5. Then these men said, We shall not find any charge against Daniel unless we find it against him concerning the laws of his God. So these governors and satraps thronged before the king and thus said to him, King, Darius, live forever. Now let me just pause there and just say this little phrase to you. They would rather suck up than step up. They would rather suck up to the king than step up and do what they're supposed to do. Verse seven, all the governors of the kingdom, the administrators, the satraps, the counselors, the advisors have consulted together to establish a royal statute and make firm decree that whoever petitions any God or man for 30 days except you, O king, shall be cast into the den of lions. Now O king establish the decree, sign it in writing, so that it can be exchanged so it can be changed according to the law of the Medes and Persians, which does not alter. Therefore, King Darius signed the written decree. Let me also say to this, that the king lets flattery make a decision that integrity would have never made. Don't let flattery make decisions in your life that your integrity won't stand behind. Verse 10, Then when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went home. And in his upper room, with the windows open toward Jerusalem, He knelt down on his knees three times that day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as, underline this in your Bible, as was his custom since early days. Daniel is doing what Daniel does. Daniel's not putting on a show. Daniel's not being obnoxious. Daniel's doing what Daniel has done the day before, the week before, the month before, the year before. Daniel's doing Daniel. Daniel. And that's all Daniel's doing. And so here's the second point that I want to make to you is don't let a tax change who you are. Don't let a tax change who you are. Don't let the threat of what they can do stop you from being who you are. Amen. The truth is there are some things they can do. I-, I wish I could sit up here and tell you, stand up here and tell you this morning that it doesn't matter what they try, it's not gonna work. But there are some things that they can do. When your boss has some insecurities, guess what? He can fire you. When when people are upset with you, they can respond negatively about those things. They can let their insecurities drive them. And any power that they have, they can exercise that power. But what we know is this. That ultimately, it doesn't matter what happens initially ultimately what happens is always going to work out for my good. That I may get fired from that job only so God can open a door at a better job, in a better position and give me a promotion. God will always work it out. So don't let attacks change who you are. Daniel understood his identity is in his God. He knew who he was and he knew who God was and he didn't let the threat change his identity. Let me ask you this, have you ever heard a lion roar? We were at Disney a few years ago and they have a, it was at the Animal Kingdom and they have a tremendous uh, ride like a safari ride. You get on this big vehicle and you're riding through what looks like the savannah. They even got those trees, the baobab trees out there that they have brought in and planted. I mean it looks like you're in Africa. And on this hill was this huge lion sitting up there on this hill. And as we come by, it was like God just shined His favor upon us. That lion just raised up and He let a roar out and it was the most incredible thing to be there and see that. To hear a lion's roar. It's a very powerful, intimidating... There's a reason why He's called the king of the jungle. But the roar of the lion is always meant to create a reaction that is contrary to your normal behavior. Let me say that again. The roar of the lion is meant to create a reaction that is contrary to your normal behavior. It is meant to get you on the run. It is meant to strike fear in your heart. It is meant to cause disorientation, disenfranchisement, and discouragement. But let me tell you this morning that it's just a roar. Threats are just threats. Accusations are just accusations. They're just the roar of the lion. Don't let the roar cause you to stop being you. Don't let people, problems, and predicaments define your destiny. I am who God says I am, and I am nothing less than that. Amen. Don't let what's happening to you happen in you. Don't let what's going on around you start going on inside of you you got to guard your heart and mind. Put on the full armor of God. One of the things I try to pray every single morning is God, help me to put on the full armor of God, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, shoes of the readiness of the gospel of peace. Help me to take up the shield of faith, the sword of the Spirit. These things are going to help me overcome whatever's coming against me today. Put on the armor of God. Take a stand against the enemy. Shut down the discussion. How much of this discussion is really going on and how much of it is just going on in my head? Shut down the discussion. He said, she said, they said. What did God say? Because that's really all that matters. And listen, I know I'm not minimizing the pain of the struggle. I'm not minimizing... The 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 atmosphere that sometimes we find ourselves in. I know it hurts. I know it's disappointing. I know it's unfair. But I'm telling you that it is accomplishing a more perfect work. The process is perfect. God's working some things out. He's positioning you for promotion. Don't let attacks change who you are. God is good at shutting down lines. You remain and abide and let him deal with that. Isaiah 54, 17, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. Verse 11. Then these men assembled and found Daniel praying and making supplication before God. They went before the king and spoke concerning the king's decree. Did you not sign this decree? The king says, Yes, this is true, according to the law, which does not alter. So they answered and said before the king, verse 13, That Daniel, who is one of the captives from Judah, does not show regard for you. Verse 14, The king, when he heard these words, was greatly displeased with himself and set his heart on Daniel to deliver him. Daniel's his best guy. And now he has been tricked and manipulated into pronouncing a decree that works against his best God. And so the king says, i got a heart to deliver him. And he labored till the going down of the sun to deliver him. Then these men approached the king and said to him, King, O king, it is the law of the Medes and Persians that no decree or statute which the king establishes may be changed. This moment the king has a revelation, right? What started off as flattery is really manipulation. He was used as a pawn for the people with a hidden agenda. And I bet he won't forget it later. Verse 16, so the king gave the command. They brought Daniel, cast him into the den of lions. But the king spoke, saying to Daniel, Your God, your God, whom you serve continually, He will deliver you. Point number three is this, that the pit is prep. The pit is prep. Anyone ever find themselves in a pit? Sometimes life is the pit's. A pit of despair, a pit of disappointment, a pit of pain, a pit of accusation, a pit of debt, a pit of affliction, and the pit goes on. But the pit is prep. It is prep for what God is doing next in your life. It prepares your faith, it prepares your strength, it prepares your mindset, it prepares wisdom, understanding, knowledge. Pain is a teacher, and the pit is prep. It's getting you ready for what God is delivering you to. Now let me tell you, it's one thing to be in a pit. It's another thing to be in a pit with hungry lions. It's bad enough to be down, but it's worse when you're down, surrounded by those who want to see you destroyed. Verse 17. Then a stone was brought and laid on the mouth of the den, and the king sealed it with his own signet ring and with the signets of his lords, that the purpose concerning Daniel might not be changed. The stone was brought and laid on the mouth of the den. Yep. When life has you in the pit, remember that you are, not, you are planted, you are not buried. There is a great message that complements everything that we're talking about right now from Michael uh, Todd at Transformation Church called Planted, Not Buried. And I would encourage you to read along or listen along with that as we're going through this series because it just goes perfectly with what God is speaking and saying. You are buried, or you are not buried, you are planted. You are not buried, you are planted. God has a purpose that he is going to bring you out when the time is right. It reminds me of this. It reminds me of two other times in Scripture when a stone seemed to seal a fate only to be a temporary lid on the situation. Once with Lazarus and once with Jesus. Once with Lazarus, he was dead. He'd been dead four days. The stone was placed in front of the mouth of the uh, burial chamber. And Jesus shows up four days later and He says, Roll the stone away. Because what seemed like hopelessness, was really a position where God was about to release hope into it. What seemed like dead things, God was about to roll a stone away and cause new life to emerge. What seemed like over, what seemed like done, what seemed like finished, what seemed like the enemy had the final word, God was just getting started with it. And He was about to raise somebody up out of their situation into a new place of life. It reminds me of when Jesus was buried in the tomb. But three days later, nobody had to roll the stone away for him he rolled it away for himself and he walked out as the resurrection and the life it's not over till he says it's over it's not done till he says it's done and I'm telling you no matter what you're facing and what you're dealing with today God has the final word in your situation this morning the officials thought their accusation was the stone to seal Daniel's fate little did they know it was positioning him for a miracle you're not buried you're just planted your fate is not sealed your position for the miraculous doesn't matter the intent of the lions circling you God is greater and he is able to take care of it all he'll shut down the lions on the top of the pit and he'll shut down the lions in the pit verse 18 now the king went to his palace and spent the night fasting No musicians were brought to Him. Also sleep went from Him. Look what's happening here. Heathen king is now being oriented toward God. A king who sought to usurp the power of God by saying, you pray to me, you come to me with your problems and steal the glory from God is now seeking that very God. Because God's not only doing a work in the kingdom, He's also going to do a work in the king. Amen? The pit is prepped for you. But it's also prayer for others who are going to be impacted by your faithfulness. As you're suffering, as you're struggling, you need to know people are watching. People are seeing what you're going to do. People are seeing how you're going to handle this. And they are seeing if the God you claim to serve is really the God He says He is. He is a deliverer. He is able to save to the uttermost. He is able to take what the devil and the accuser meant for bad and elevate you to a higher place. Change is coming. Somebody needs to speak that over their life. Change is coming. Destiny is being delivered. A promise is being put in place. The pit is prepped for you. Verse 19, Then the king arose very early in the morning, went in haste to the den of lions. And When he came to the den, he cried out with a lamenting voice to Daniel. The king spoke, saying to Daniel, Daniel, servant of the living God, Has your God, whom you serve continually, been able to deliver you from the lions? Then Daniel said to the king, O king, live forever. My God sent his angels and shut the lion's mouth so that they have not hurt me because I was found innocent before him. And also, O king, I have done no wrong before you. Point number four is this. God is surrounding whatever is surrounding you. God is surrounding what is surrounding me God is surrounding the very enemies that are surrounding you when they thought they were setting a trap for you they were really setting a trap for themselves God is always a step ahead when it looks like I'm surrounded by the enemy, by the lions I am really surrounded by the presence of God the presence of God is surrounding you today He is your shield and buckler He is your strong tower He is your refuge and strength. He is your portion and He is your deliverer. Micah 2.13 says, The one who breaks open will come before them. They will break out, pass through the gate and go out by. Their king will pass before them with the Lord at their head. Psalms 23 and 4. Yea, thou walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall Follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Isaiah 58 and 8. Your righteousness shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. I'm telling you that whatever may be surrounding you, you've got someone bigger and better that's surrounding them and that is your God who fights on your behalf. He is our confidence today. He's with you through the fire. He's with you in the pit. And He's with you through it all. Now the king, verse 23, Now the king was exceedingly glad for him. And he commanded that they should take Daniel up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den, and no injury, was, whatever, was found on him, because he believed his God. Here's a quick point. Faith gets you through. Faith gets you through. Hold on to your faith. Keep speaking truth. Keep trusting God. Hang on to Him all the way through, because faith will get you through. Lord, would you come? Verse 24, and the king gave the command and he brought those men who had accused Daniel, watch this, and they cast them into the den of lions. Them, their children, and their wives, and the lions overpowered them and broke all their bones in pieces before they ever came to the bottom of the den. Remember last week I told you the very fire meant to destroy you is the fire that's going to free you. This week we see that same theme again. The very lions meant to destroy you are the very lions that are going to free you. The lions aren't in the pit. The real lions are in the palace. And God just cleaned house for Daniel. What was meant to destroy you, God is going to use to deliver you. Daniel went from the palace to the pit and then from the pit back to the palace. And now he's sitting pretty Because he's no longer surrounded by lions. Instead, he's standing in a place of favor with the king. Verse 25. Then King Darius wrote to all the people, nations, and languages that dwell on the earth, peace be multiplied to you. I make a decree that in every dominion of my kingdom, men must tremble and fear before the God of Daniel. For he is the living God and steadfast forever. His kingdom is the one which shall not be destroyed and his dominion shall endure to the end. He delivers and rescues. He works signs and wonders in the heaven and on earth. Who has delivered Daniel from the power of the lions? So this Daniel prospered in the king, in the reign of Darius and the reign of Cyrus, the Persian. The pressure of the pit positioned Daniel for prosperity and promotion in the palace. I said the pressure of the pit positioned Daniel for prosperity and promotion in the palace. Listen, God's got this this morning. Listen to me, had He not, (laughs) had He not allowed Daniel to go through the pit, the lions in the palace would have remained. Had He not allowed Daniel to face the trial, Daniel could not have received the triumph. Had he not allowed Daniel to be thrown into the pit and sealed with a stone, the miraculous power of God could have not been showcased. And had he not did what he did, Persia misses seeing the power of a Savior and the delivering hand of a God that now they have a decree that says we're going to bow to Him, we're going to worship Him, we're going to follow Him. He is a God who is able to shut down the lines that you're facing. We hope you have enjoyed and been encouraged by this message. We would love for you to join us at the River on Sunday mornings at 9.45 for Sunday school and at 10.30 for morning worship. We also provide our midweek service for all ages on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. If you would like to support the various ministries at the River, please go to our giving tab. We would love for you to visit us at 1110 South Preston Street, Birkrenet, Texas. And as always, we encourage you oh, my to come experience myself. life. Live me want it. Till I found myself face down on your shore. You say, come to the river.